0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 196 of The Mom Hour. I am Sarah Powers here, as always, with Megan Francis. Hey, Megan. Hey, Sarah. What?
1: 196? That's crazy.
0: We have actually gotten some really sweet emails and great ideas. Great ideas. What to do for our... 200th episode i like yeah, it's that we coming just coming up really soon we just threw our hands up and were like help us guys yeah. tell us what to do so we have gotten your ideas and we have some things in the works but it does feel like 200 is going to come up really quick real soon so yep. yet again megan we haven't recorded for over a week so i feel like i haven't talked to you which is always a
1: fun way to get on the mic and yeah start recording it is. And, and for us to kind of catch up with each other we'll try to keep it we will try to keep it professional here, but we can't make any guarantees. I don't know. We like to chat.
0: We like to catch up. (laughs) Um, So we're doing a really fun episode today. We are doing something we did a year and a half ago and have been trying to nail down a way to do it again for almost that long. And that is a week of real life dinners. So if you heard it the first time back in 2016, um, what we do in this episode is we just keep track of what we actually served our families and actually ate for an entire week. And the point
1: wasn't that more than a year and a half ago?
0: Oh yeah. Was it two and a half? I think it Can was two and a half. Can I not, not do half? math? Oh my gosh. I think
1: that was, well, well, I mean, it's 2019 yeah. and that was 2016. So You're just right. going by round numbers alone, <laughs> just, I'm going to say it's at least two. <laughs> You're
0: right. You're right. Yeah. So October, 2016. I can't believe this. it's
1: been that long. Wow. Okay. We, yeah.
0: Here we are. Yep. But the idea behind this is there's a million resources online about how to create a meal plan and, and these forward looking meal plans that says, okay, here's, Here's what we're going to have this week. That's always exciting to talk about. What nobody ever talks about is what everybody actually <laughs> what actually ate. happens Because yes. the wheels fall off the train, yeah. or you don't even yeah. put some things on your meal plan because you know that one night's going to be leftovers or pizza, and nobody yeah. ever talks about that. So what we did was track our meals for a week. We actually couldn't, we could not line up our schedules to do it the same week because yeah. we've both been either traveling or having visitors or whatever. But we each tracked a week of meals as did Kelsey, who works on our team as our sponsorship coordinator. And she's got three little kids. So we had her track her meals too. Um, and we're going to talk through what everybody ate. Like what happened yeah. when the wheels fell off the train or we were
1: traveling. Um, and I don't know, it's real life. Yeah. Like It is real life. And I, it's so funny because I was really, really excited because it just worked out. I had travel. So usually in a week, I would only have my kids three or four evenings mm-hmm. of that week. And that makes it hard to do like a week of real life dinners because it only looks like half a week. I mean, honestly, the other days I'm not making a full meal for myself. Right. I'm usually eating at a friend's house or going out or maybe just having a sandwich or something really simple. Right. So that the week that I chose was sandwiched in between two weeks that I was out of town. Mm-hmm. So I had my kids all week. So I was really excited about that. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is going to look like a real normal week. Well, then I forgot. Remember how <laughs> I was complaining a few weeks ago because I messed up my HelloFresh delivery and yes. I, I thought I was going to get it this one day and I didn't. And I was super bummed. Well, I accidentally rescheduled it to come the Monday of that week, which is fine, and that'd be great. Except that I had just put in an order of groceries, like and a created a order, whole another meal plan and completed a like a whole other meal plan. So what I ended up doing this is this kind of funny. One of the things I actually like about HelloFresh is you can kind of cherry pick some of the ingredients out. Like if you're not ready right. to use everything, you can just kind of like use the veg or whatever. So I ended up like taking pieces of parts of it out. Then I froze the meat, and I'll be making all the dishes. I would have made for that another this week. time. but then that week, yeah, it talk about like over planning. It was yes. a week where like I had an abundance, uh, overabundance of food and possible recipes to make. And that doesn't always happen. Well,
0: what I love about this is like, we are going to actually look back at the week and talk about what actually happened, who actually sat down at the table, who was there and who ate it. So we're removing that aspirational aspect and just sharing real life. Um, We'll we'll also share if there are recipes or tips involved, we'll share those as we go. We'll link everything up at the show notes at themomhour.com. And yeah, it's going to be really fun.
1: Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's fromourplace.com, code MOMHOUR.
0: Okay, are you ready? I'm excited. I'm ready. Yes. So here's what we're going to do. And we'll move relatively quickly. But I'm going to I'm going to ask follow up questions. If I you might say I made a pot roast and I might say, wait, 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 how do you do that? Because I don't know. I mean, this is how we learn from each other. So we can kind of ask follow up if we have questions about how we made something. But otherwise, we're going to move through the week. Um, And talk about kind of what we served and if you remember what the circumstances of it were. Um, So we're going to start on a Sunday. I remember we had a small disagreement. Um, about. Do you remember
1: (laughs) my reaction when you told? So, okay, first of all, my week that I had chosen, I was on a plane coming home from California on Sunday. Right. I didn't get home until, oh, I don't know, eight or nine o'clock at night. But that's real life. I know, <laughs> but I was wanting to start off on a strong foot. <laughs> Plus I made, so I'm, I am going to tack on an extra meal at the end. Okay. I thought my week started Monday and ended Sunday. Okay. All right. So, so I'm going to cheat. Um, I was on a plane. My kids had pizza.
0: Okay. Where do your kids order pizza from?
1: Uh, Papa John's typically. Okay. And is it, and I'm trying to remember how this worked out. I, I hadn't over, I had a layover and I think during the layover was when I gave them the go ahead.
0: Yeah. I was going to ask, is this, I mean, you, obviously you have two young adult
1: kids and some yeah.
0: teenagers. Is it still like, Hey mom, can we order pizza? Did they know? Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, so- yes. In in a case like that, like they didn't really know. And I think my, my flight was a little bit delayed on the way home. My okay. layover yes. flight was a little bit delayed. So I had thought maybe I'd squeeze in and be able to pick them something up or whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, nah, I'm not going to worry about that. So I just gave them the go ahead. Now Isaac, you know, has his own, well, they all have their own money to some mm-hmm. degree now but Isaac tech typically is sitting on a pot of cash <laughs> he works a lot um so sometimes he'll just like buy pizza for everyone just because okay. and then sometimes I reimburse them sometimes I don't kind of yeah. depends if yeah if I gave him the go-ahead first you know yeah. ahead of time or not do so. they
0: all agree on
1: what type to order yeah they get pepperoni Okay. Hopefully. Everybody likes it. Everybody likes it. I will say, I don't know why Papa John's has become the go-to. I am not like a huge Papa John's fan. I It's fine. Yeah. But like, as I don't know, like as chain pizza place, we don't really have a great, well, that's not true. We have some really good local pizza places, but they don't tend to deliver. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It, like, I don't know why that one wins out of Domino's, for example. I think for a while we were collecting like the Papa Bucks. Okay. Like, there's like, you can get a free pizza if you spend a certain amount of money and the kids all have it saved on their devices. Yeah. And I think they just, that's what they go. With I,
0: I mean, I know a lot of people kind of don't like Papa John's. I I'll eat like almost any pizza you put in front of me. I mean, I know <laughs> some are better than others, but yeah, I wouldn't turn down Papa John's. Okay. So on the Sunday, um, Brian made uh, homemade chicken tenders. So just like you would get in a restaurant, except we don't have a deep fryer. He does pan fry them. So he does them with like breadcrumbs, egg and flour. So makes like a little batter and then pan fries them. And the kids like that because um, it's like chicken tenders. I like it. Right. I love chicken tenders. And then we roasted carrots and um, Reed does not like roasted carrots. He doesn't like cooked carrots, but he will eat raw. Carrots dipped in ranch. So I think everyone just had chicken and carrots. I don't even remember a starch actually. So no.
1: yeah. All right. Just chicken well, and
0: go. carrots. Um, Kelsey had, so listen to this. Kelsey, and we should let everybody know. So Kelsey's kids are five and then three-year-old twins. And one interesting thing about her family is that they live in a very, very rural part of West Virginia. So she can only, she has to meal plan because she can only go to the store when she can go to the store. It's like 45 minutes away. So wow. there's no... Amazon fresh. There's no like same day grocery (laughs) delivery. So um, Sunday night Kelsey's family had meatballs and then they did the zucchini noodles with pesto and then leftover potato salad. She said the kids had grapes instead of the zoodles the zucchini noodles. And her comment was it was okay but when she does this again she will actually own a spiralizer and do fresh zucchini noodles because the frozen were not great. And I would agree with that. I can
1: imagine that. Yeah. I've
0: bought fresh so Trader Joe's has fresh ones and I've also bought frozen butternut squash Noodles and those the frozen ones, they just get so wet when you thaw yeah. them. So
1: so do you do you own a spiralizer? I do not. I have a I have a stand mixer, but it's not a KitchenAid and I don't think you can buy the attachments for it. So I guess right. I'd have to have like a separate
0: Oh, I hadn't I even thought about using the KitchenAid. I do have a KitchenAid, but Yeah,
1: you can buy like an attachment for that. I think
0: of the ones you see on like as seen on TV, right. like some you know, single use tool. And we kind right. of shy. I, away I try from, not to yeah. have those. <clears throat> tasker,
1: as Alton yes, calls it. Um yeah but i'm i'm always I'm always like really intrigued by like fake versions of like vegetable versions of pasta and uh-huh. stuff because I know people swear by them this, i just don't i I need to be convinced
0: i yeah see, I just don't think of it like pasta I just think of it as I'm Something eating else. this over vegetables, same with cauliflower right. rice. It doesn't taste like yeah, rice true. to me it doesn't even look like rice or feel like rice, but It does work to put a stir fry on top of. So it's like a mental thing, kind of like a veggie burger. I don't have a veggie burger if I'm wanting a beef burger. It's not going to scratch that itch, but it might be good by itself. I mean, just like because it's good. Right. All right. Um, I have a quick question for you before we move forward. Do your kids typically know the meal plan for the
1: week? Like, do you write it down anywhere? So we have a whiteboard in the kitchen that has like our schedule, just like when the kids will should expect to be at my house versus John's. Um, And there's like a little place below that. Like. On each day. It's a week at a glance. Mm-hmm. And I will often write what I intend to make, but mm-hmm. they all know that it is subject to last minute change. Right. For a right. while I used to have the kids coming up to me and being like, Well, I thought you said we were gonna have XYZ yeah. this day. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Well, mom changed her mind. Right. So um subject to change without subject notice. Subject to change without notice. Yeah. But I do it for myself. Yeah. I'm like, I do it for myself and because sometimes it is nice for the kids just to be able to glance at it and and know what, so don't have to ask me. Yes. Um, but then again, they, it's like, don't get your hopes up because it might be something different.
0: So I have just started doing this, this year, this like, since 2019, I got a whiteboard. Um, and I definitely meal planning was kind of one of my big like intentions for the year. Um, and so I have started writing it down and it does help. I think when it helps me is if the kids start to, notice a crack in the system, they think they can suggest what's for dinner, right? Like if right. they start to sense that I don't know what's for dinner, which is quite possible, <laughs> then their ideas they think they all can they, weigh in. Exactly. And sometimes like, sometimes their ideas sway me. So if there's something right. written up there, even if it's leftovers or grilled yeah. cheese, then it's like, it takes it off of me to like hem and haw with them. It's like, oh no, that's what the board says. That's what we're right. having. So
1: um, yeah, the board said it. It's not my idea. Exactly.
0: Exactly. The board made the rules. And then if they do, if they do start to complain, then it's an opportunity to say like, hey, what will, what do you want to see up on the board for next week? Why don't you give me some ideas? So it, it has been helping. And you know, if your kids can't read, you're you're not quite there yet. So two of my three are you know, fluent readers and one is an emerging reader. So it kind of finally makes sense for us to do it this way. But it's Unless you're a new. really
1: good artist. <laughs> yes. And you can draw... A recognizable meal with a with a dry erase marker. Good luck with that.
0: Yeah, that is not in my list of things that I'm ex- excellent at.
1: I'm just picturing like a plate, like a drawing of a plate where it always looks exactly the same. Like looks like there's some kind of mask. Yeah, that like could be Something like meat and like maybe some vegetable kind of things. And yeah.
0: guess the meal. Yeah, that's exactly. really funny. Okay, so we will move on to Monday, and okay. you, I actually remember this night because you posted about it on our. Instagram for
1: the Mom Hour. Will had his first I, show, right? He yes, and this was another night where like I kind of had a loose, maybe was gonna make something, but it got shoved to the next night because William, I had a a, a meeting for a board that I'm on, and then between that meeting and William's first gig was yes. only like a half hour, so we all just ate at the restaurant. It was like a brewery that has a really good restaurant. Um, we all just ate there, but he did his first like he and his band, which they just started in August. He and a friend, he didn't play any instruments at all. Then he just decided to start a band and then he had to learn how to play an (laughs) instrument right quick. So he plays bass and sings. Um, They recruited and it's his best friend, Jack, who plays keyboards um, and guitar backup or whatever. And then I don't really know all the band terminology here. And then their friend, Ethan, who plays guitar or plays drums. And then they had to recruit a fourth band member. And they ended up recruiting. This is so cute. They put like a call out on Instagram. So cute. For a musician and Jack Will's cousin, Jenna's, uh-huh. Jenna and my brother, John's kid, auditioned, got in the band. So cute. Um, And they had like five submissions. So cute. You know, it's so cute. And then they just added their former band manager, um, <laughs> a girl they hang out with named Morgan, who now plays like kind of like not on all their stuff, but just like plays keyboards and stuff. So. They did a Beatles set at an open mic night um, and it was about the like I was, was dying. It was about the cutest thing I've seen. Like there was just they're called the Hawaiian Rolls and they wear Hawaiian shirts. So cute. And they have they work really hard and have practiced like crazy. And they all just showed up at this open mic night and got up there. and William made like some joke and said, like, well, this is our first performance and then people were losing their minds over them. Cause they were just, it was like so earnest and so wholesome and so wholesome. And like all of their, like a bunch of their friends showed up. So there was all these like 15 year old boys (laughs) standing around this brewery watching this, you know, set that they did. So they did. um, I can't remember all the songs they did that they did. Lady Madonna, uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band come together two other Beatles songs. I don't remember now what, off the top of my head what they were, but we did, I think I posted them as a story though, so I don't yeah. think you can get I, those clips I, anymore. No,
0: but um, the, you, I, you did one regular picture too and then more videos in the stories. Yeah. 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 Well, we anyway. will be all following along on the journey of the Hawaiian rolls.
1: And the, the irony was that that night that this restaurant has really good pizza, so most of my kids had oh, pizza two nights in again, a row. Again. But I had a sandwich. That that would happen <laughs> in our house for sure.
0: Okay, that Monday, Brian left Out of town. He was gone three nights. And again, that's not super typical for us for him to be gone that much, but it's real life. It was this week. So yep. my kids, one of my kids' favorite things that I let I get for them when when I'm not cooking for two adults is Trader Joe's Mandarin chicken, which is frozen. It comes in a bag frozen. It's, it's like orange chicken from a Chinese restaurant. It is really, really good, actually. It's not super great for you. Um, I made brown rice and broccoli, and you know, they had their requisite amount of broccoli and rice, but really they just house this Mandarin Chicken. It is really good. Um, yeah. I was trying to be a little bit healthier than the super fried stuff. So I there was some cut-up grilled chicken that Brian had grilled over the weekend. And so I had that with the rice and the broccoli. So it was like a modified, modified Asian night. Um, mm-hmm. but they love that. And if you guys have Trader Joe's and haven't tried it, it is delicious. And they all three love it. So um Kelsey over at Kelsey's house in West Virginia, she used the instant pot to cook chicken from frozen. All the way to make baked chicken flautas.
1: So cooking from frozen. Apparently, you can do it in like 20 minutes.
0: Yes, and she said that is one of her favorite things about the instant pot. Um, So she made flautas with whole wheat tortillas and baked them. I kind of want to know more about that, so we'll put some more details in the show notes. But um, served them with black beans and Spanish rice. And she, you know, she's got three little kids, so some eat it and some don't. But um, I just, I'm impressed with the baked chicken flautas.
1: That's awesome. Um, oh, and she
0: does have a recipe, so we'll
1: link up that recipe in the show notes.
0: Okay, Tuesday before for our next break. So Tuesday, yeah. you got on your game.
1: Tuesday, I got on my game. Yes, I was. <laughs> the vacation was over, and I made a real meal. Um, I made pot roast with roasted carrots and baby potatoes. Um, I have gotten in the habit of doing two pot roasts at a time, like okay. two chuck chuck roasts, because okay. one is just never quite enough. It's like we're like there's always someone kind of fighting over the last piece of meat, mm-hmm. and also, it's not hard to do a pot roast. It just takes a long time. OK, so um, um, that's where I'm going to pause. You go to the store, okay. you buy the chuck roast. Yep. And then you come home and what do you do? Do you brown it like in a Dutch oven? Yep. I okay. sear it in my Dutch oven. And if you have two, you have to kind of do them one at a time. Mm-hmm. And then I typically do not put the potatoes and carrots and everything in with the pot roast mm-hmm. because my kids don't particularly love it when everything gets mushy. Yeah. Like that. So I'll put the pot roast and okay. So I've also done this before in my instant pot. I don't have a real instant pot. It's a pressure cooker. Um, it's some other brand an, an off brand. Remember. It's an off brand, but it's, that works really, really well. Like when I was working outside the home or like when I had, um, when I had like a crunched evening, but for just like, if I'm home, I would yeah. just soon just do it in the Dutch oven. Mm-hmm. I feel like the results, like I like to be able to keep my eye on it. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that in the pressure cooker. I can't look mm-hmm. like it's just in there doing its thing. And surprising you. Surprising me. So I've had really good re- results with it. I'm not complaining. I just, I prefer if possible. Yeah, to if you don't need the, the time. Right. So, yeah. or do so you- I'd put it in. So I would sear it. I would um, season it pretty, pretty like simply like yeah. salt and maybe like like whatever herbs and spices yeah. i have on hand but like i'm not really super particular about that um i think i used a beer that basically becomes braised right okay. so then i mm-hmm. after it's after it's um seared i put a beer in there and then i stick the whole mess back in the oven at any place from 275 to 325 depending on how much time i've got okay cuz the lower the temperature i find the more it kind of gets that fall apart texture yep. that you have to have all day so like if i get it in the oven by noon I to put do it at 275 lower. Uh-huh. and just let it sit. If it's a little close, like no, you know how your day gets away from you yeah. sometime. If it's like closer to a two, I might do it at 325, and then it just doesn't get quite as much time. So did you um, put
0: both of them? Do they go in the oven in the Dutch oven, or do you put them on like a like a roasting pan or baking sheet? I put them.
1: I put them in a in the Dutch oven.
0: Okay, but they, they both the fit in the there. Once they're yep, they both fit. In. I mean, they're
1: and the and the liquid doesn't come. It Usually comes up all the way over one and partly over the other. It's not perfect, but like sometimes if I have time and think about it, I'll take it out halfway through and flip it so that the roast that was on top is now on the bottom. Okay. Um, But I find that at that low cooking temperature, it's almost doesn't make a difference. Like it doesn't really sink down there and kind of meld in its own juices. Yep. Yeah. So, and then I will usually throw the carrots and potatoes. So then I'll take, this is something I've had to learn because I don't have a double oven anymore. So I've had to kind of get trickery about how to do the veg mm-hmm. at the same time. So I will often take it out, take the pot roast out of the oven for like the last half hour and just put it on super, super low on mm-hmm. the burner mm-hmm. and then crank the heat up on the oven to like 400 and then put the vegetables Right. In. Yes, that
0: makes sense. And let, yeah,
1: it, and just, it retains it a doing. lot of
0: heat. I mean, it would retain yeah. a lot of heat when it comes out,
1: right? Yeah, it does. And you yeah. like, yeah, like low, even sometimes we'll get it going almost too much. Like it will start to almost yeah. boil and then I have to like back it off or take it off but it's, it's just like, I don't, it doesn't require a lot of maintenance. Like once it's done and in, I really don't have to think about it, but that last like half hour, I feel like everything has to come together. Yeah. yeah But the nice thing is you really can choose when that is because it's very forgiving. Like yeah. a braised piece of meat. If you leave it another 25 minutes or another 45 minutes, it's going to be better. and well, There's was. something
0: so satisfying about long cooking. Cause you feel yes. like you've Really done something amazing,
1: (laughs) even though you only actually did something for like twenty minutes.
0: Heat and juice that did the work. It did
1: all the work for you, but you get to take all the benefit. And then uh, you roast your potatoes
0: and carrots, probably pretty high temperature, right? Yeah, like like for half an hour, twenty-five.
1: how I like it too. Okay, so my kids like it when they get practically burned, especially. I do too. I do the multicolored roasted um, baby carrots Mm -hmm. that you can buy like in the packages, and the little ones are like shriveled up, little browned by the time they actually get on the plate. I like basically like burned, but the kids
0: love them. The Brussels sprouts that way too. When I do Brussels sprouts, I want it like charred and crispy. Yep. Um, Okay, so Tuesday, Brian was still out of town, and in our Patreon Facebook group, I told this story at much detail. I will skip the detail here, but um, there was blood. There was blood (laughs) and an expensive new sweater that hasn't yet been cleaned but I think it will be okay Um, but basically the kids were outside scootering right before dinner and I had planned French toast that's another like treat favorite when Brian's out of town and a a super treat is to not use our regular whole wheat sandwich bread but to use Trader Joe's they have a cinnamon swirl bread and it's so good and it's I mean it's good just regular as buttered toast we don't get it all the time it's kind of a special treat and then to make French toast with it is super yummy so that was already planned they were looking forward to that we were outside scootering before dinner and Violet took a pretty bad bad fall. She's okay. But it was like a fall to her face. So you know how, like, you can't tell what hole what happened. is bleeding, like there's right. blood and it really, really, really hurt. Like she was in genuine pain, mostly from her upper lip and her top teeth, which are oh. still in her mouth. They are baby teeth. So <laughs> Thankfully. Like, it'll be fine. But, um, but she was really, I mean, It was pretty traumatic for all of us, but we had to get in, get her cleaned up. She's sobbing and Allegra jumped right in and made the French toast from, I mean, I asked her to, but I was like, Hey, can you be on French toast? And she made it start to finish. So it was great. She knows how to do that. She's done it before, but it was so nice because I was solo parenting and, you know, I was covered in blood and a crying child. And so she jumped in and made it really simple French toast. um, I don't even remember if I gave them fruit. Probably not. We had to run out the door to taekwondo so they literally had cinnamon swirl french toast for dinner and they were very happy and then i think i ate some more leftovers some chicken and rice i don't even remember if i ate it then or if i waited till we were home later it was a it was a little bit of a it was a, traumatic, a frazzled day
1: yeah. i have to share like well thinking about um about allegra making the dinner yeah so i don't remember i guess it would have probably been a breakfast last week but i had or the week before when i did my week i was busy you know how like when you make breakfast it's like there's so many moving parts. And everything kind of has yes. to come together at yes. once, right? Yeah. So you've got whatever your it's simple your technique, start, but it's a lot it's, of moving pieces. But it's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Well, I I asked Clara if she would crack eggs to make scrambled eggs uh-huh. and scramble the eggs, and she was like, "Yeah." And I said, "Okay." And I had just t- changed the tablecloth on my table, um, and I was like, "Okay, so you, I'm going to set you up to do this right here at the table." I was like, "Do you feel pretty confident that you can get all the eggs in the bowl, and not on the tablecloth, or do you want a plate to do it on?" And she's like, "Mom, I have got this." She was like so <laughs> confident. She's like. I do this all the time. I totally know what I'm doing. And so I'm like, okay. And against my better judgment, I let her go at it right on the tablecloth and like not 30 seconds goes by and I hear, Oh no. (laughs) And then I hear her and Isaac working together, trying to fix like clean up whatever this is. And he's like, it's okay. It's okay. I got it. And so I come out there and what had happened is like, I think she psyched herself out. And she cracked the egg and then her arm like jerked and the entire egg like went all over the tablecloth. Oh my gosh. Was not a big deal. But she was like mortified. She's like, she goes, I was just so sure. I just told you that it wasn't gonna happen. Like she couldn't get over the fact that like she had made this big statement yeah
0: yeah like she had been so yeah. confident oh that's and so, so we made a big
1: joke about it i was like clara that's just what you get for believing in yourself <laughs> yeah. you'll know better next time so we were all just kind of laughing about it like if there's a lesson i've learned from this it's to not know, not
0: be so confident Not be so confident that's yeah so it funny. was
1: it was really really funny and it was cute and like in the end who cares It it's one right. tablecloth i just swapped it out again and right. she this time we kept the tablecloth pulled back while she did her it's job so and she did a really good job. It's so
0: funny. I love it. <laughs> um, okay, before we take our next break, Kelsey and family on Tuesday night had chicken Caesar pasta salad. And then she said toast for the kids in case they didn't like it. And that <laughs> is always, as a backup. that's always my, my trick too. put toast and sliced apples on the table. And then you're like, oh, you don't, oh, all right. You don't have to eat that. Sure. There's other things on the table for you. Sure. Play dumb. Um, she said they all ate it. Um, she separated the different components. So it was like chicken, pasta, and broccoli, yeah. not all mixed together. That's like such a good tip yes. when you have little kids or pickier eaters, um, but you're at least making all of the same food for everyone. And she has a recipe that we will link up in the show notes for that as well. So so far, Kelsey's on her game with the recipes. You and I are winging it a little bit. Yeah, more. I'm I, on my Trader Joe's. Um, I don't see the actual food.
1: recipes for either of us uh, in most of these, but that's okay because. I also feel like I've gotten to the point where I don't use that many recipes a lot of the time. Yeah. I kind of wing. I'll like I'll I'll refer to something for a cooking time if yep. I can't remember if I'm not confident, but I often just kind of wing the rest of it. Yeah, that's OK.
0: We often do a recipe for like something special, like a party that or for yeah. um, on the weekends, Brian will try a new recipe or, you know, the holidays, things like that. But I we're not usually relying on a ton of recipes for the every, everyday every weekend, day, every day stuff. Else.
1: The deal not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash mom hour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults.
0: Okay, we're moving through the week, Megan. Yeah, we are. are
1: right. really cooking now. We are. <laughs> we're on Wednesday. <laughs> okay, well, this is boring. That's okay. It's real life. It's leftovers. But um, I do, so I just made the pot roast again or like heated it up. And usually what I do is I... I have like these nice, um, I don't own a microwave because there's, I have a tiny kitchen. Yeah. How so many people have been like, why don't you just get a dang microwave? And I was like, I made a choice when I moved into this house. It was kind of like, I either have space for like my tea setup, right, which has my electric kettle and my tea box and all of the accoutrements and a toaster oven, right, or I have to get rid of one of those things to make room for a microwave. Right. And honestly, I only ever use a microwave for like microwave popcorn and occasionally heating up a meal. And people just cannot wrap their minds around the fact that I don't have a microwave. It blows their minds. I I think it does make
0: sense. I do heat a lot of leftovers in the microwave. That's the one that's the thing I would miss. So yeah.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I guess the point that I'm making is that there's always a workaround. It's just not always super obvious. So my kids sometimes will like literally stand there in the kitchen like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) And so I try to make it really easy. So I have these really nice Pyrex um, dishes like they're vintage and Pretty to look at, which makes me want to use them. Mm-hmm. And so after I make a roast, I typically just put everything into one of those Pyrex dishes, and then the next night it's as simple as popping it in the oven, you know, at like three twenty-five, three fifty mm-hmm. for a little while. If someone wants just one plate made up, yeah, we have small sauté pans, and honestly, you can throw almost anything in them. Put the yeah. lid on mm-hmm. and put it over low and heat it up. It's not going to be like instantaneous, like, like um, like it would be with the microwave. But one thing that's also nice for me is because my kids are all older, and they typically all kind of eat whatever I make. Like, yeah. there's not like a lot of like there's not a lot of kids individually kind of coming in and having like one meal at a time. It just usually isn't that big of an issue, but it does become sometimes a a bit of a hassle. Um, I will also say when I make pot roast leftovers, I almost always have to make another side because the sides always right. go fast yes and they, so and it,
0: sometimes those roasted veggies the next day i i will eat them the next day because i really like vegetables yeah. but they're not as crisp as you almost fresh. have to
1: re-roast them at like a super high temp to yeah. get the to get that crust or on them again. just
0: eat them mushy <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah yeah or that um okay and so when
0: you have leftover pot roast it's not people aren't making pot roast sandwiches or anything you're just having the pot roast again
1: typically no i mean they would have this is a funny thing about my kids like it wouldn't occur to them. Yeah. They're old enough to have ideas of their own. But I think that I've just always been the one to kind of direct yeah. meals. So it wouldn't occur to them. If I did say, hey, guys, dinner tonight is leftover pot roast. And if you want, you can take that meat and put it on a sandwich. They'd be like, whoa, what? <laughs> Mind blown. Right. Exactly. But if I don't take the time to actually say that, they won't.
0: Yeah. They won't. And I, so I'm a huge fan of leftovers. And it, I could eat the same. If I like the food. I could eat the same thing for like 4 days before I'd get tired yeah. of it. When we make a big pot of chili or soup, like I do not get tired of it. I'll eat it for anyway. I know some people have very different feelings about leftovers, but No, I
1: love leftovers. I like food on repeat. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I
0: love having having it already done. Yep. So Wednesday night was also a little different. Brian was still out of town, but my family came down. My parents came down and they brought my grandma, who's 90, and my aunt who were both down visiting them from Oregon. So we had, you know, four extra adults, but Still no, still a traveling husband. And um, my dad likes to cook and they all eat really kind of lean and healthy. So he went and got salmon. Um, and so he grilled salmon and I roasted Brussels sprouts. And then we have started making this. Have you ever had beer bread? You know. When I saw this on the
1: outline, I feel like I have, but I can't place it. So like, it's
0: an old, like, I, I guess on my mom's side, my grandpa used to make beer bread. It's, it, it is made with beer, but it doesn't taste like beer because it's really more about the carbonation. It's, it makes it all fluffy. Right? It makes it fluffy. And it's, it's, yeah. it almost is more like a sweet bread. I mean, it's oh. like this, this is a box mix from Trader Joe's and you, it has okay. half a stick of butter poured over the top. I mean, it's almost like a cake. It really is. It, you know what it reminds me of is like a really moist cornbread, but not corn flavored, if that makes sense. Okay. It's it's dense yeah. and a little bit sweet. The kids, of course, love it. And so they made it from the box and that was kind of their white bread dinner, but they felt like it was something special that we'd made. And then I made a side of box mac and cheese for them. So they did have the salmon. They were offered what the grownups were eating, but really they ate mac and cheese and white bread. But that was a nice dinner because we sat all around. We sat in the dining room, which you've been to my house. There's like a kitchen table in the dining room. So we sat in the dining room and, you know, it was special to have my grandma there. And um, it was the night before my birthday. So that was a, it felt like a grown up dinner after a couple of nights of, you know, just being me and the kids. Um, And Kelsey that night did a chicken and stuffing bake. I had to read this like three times. So she said, it's not a really a recipe, but it's chicken, cheese, cream of mushroom soup, stuffing and then bake it all together. She said- I swear
1: e- my mother fed yeah. this food when I was growing up. Yeah.
0: Um, it sounds so cozy and comfort food. Um, So she said it's easy and usually she always has the ingredients around, but the kids won't eat it. She said they had chicken strips and salad, yeah. to which I was like, your kids eat salad? My kids still do not eat salad um, and hers are really my kids, little. So
1: my kids would always eat salad from a pretty young age, but it was always interesting. Like some would only eat it if it was absolutely drenched in ranch. So right. it became basically like ranch with a couple- floating pieces of lettuce right but then i also had uh i think two of my kids would not touch dressing of any sort they would only eat and they would eat it with their fingers they would eat like the (laughs) lettuce chunks
0: my kids eat a lot of things with their fingers like yeah i'm raising small cave people
1: and honestly i hate to tell you this but i had to i had to train them out of it at kind of an embarrassingly late age no in fact I will still sometimes catch them eating with their fingers. No, like I mean, old ones. Yes. I,
0: I mean, I'm right there with you. I'm like, yeah. sometimes I look over and I'm like, oh my gosh, please use a <laughs> utensil. It's like rice. You don't eat rice with your fingers. Right. What are right. you? Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, It's I'm- funny.
1: It's funny that Kelsey says the kids won't eat the chicken and stuffing bake because I remember my mom making some version of something like that yeah. like, a lot when it was, that's the kind of stuff we really grew up on. and. I didn't like things first of all I didn't like sauces uh-huh so any soup based dish or something yeah. was way too much and I didn't like things to be all mixed together
0: yeah so yeah, any I think kind that's of casserole or yeah. bake was
1: always like ugh. but then the adults love it because it is like comfort food and it is and it, yeah. a lot
0: of it can be done ahead of time or like Kelsey when she lives an hour from the grocery store it's mostly stuff that could be you can have on hand that's pretty shelf stable or whatever right so, um okay so we're moving on to Thursday
1: okay so this is my easy chicken stir fry i don't make this every single week but i will go through periods where i make it almost every week um like when i i when i go through i use shipped which is like that home delivery like grocery delivery service and you can kind of replicate old you can just go through and like basically replicate replicate your last week's um shopping list if you okay. want to and it, it'll show you all the stuff you frequently buy and you can just quickly if i'm having like a, a week where i'm frazzled or i don't want to think about it this always ends up on my list because you can always find a deal on chicken parts whether yeah. it's breasts or thighs or whatever it's easy it's cheap mm-hmm. um however i use i just use like bottled stir fry sauce or peanut sauce okay. i use usually fresh chicken breasts or thighs um i do get fresh mushrooms because i just find that it makes a big difference yeah. like to mm-hmm. add that it just adds a meatiness yes. and, and a i flavor love to it i love
0: mushrooms in me a stir fry.
1: um but i use frozen stir fry vegetables and that has created like i've had to kind of figure out a workaround because they get they stay wet mm-hmm. yes. and i don't own a wok either so yeah. like i'm doing this like in a big saute pan yeah. so it's not truly it's not really a stir fry right but like i've kind of had to figure out how to thaw the vegetables to a point where they're not super wet so that when I put them in the stir fry, they don't make everything all soggy and I haven't perfected it. Um, but I, what I do is I kind of steam. I like, I throw the stir fry vegetables in a pan with a lid, but like with the, with the steam Mm -hmm. in the lid Mm -hmm. and I kind of just slowly steam a lot of that moisture out Mm -hmm. and then pat it down with paper towels. And then I saute all the other stuff at once. So I do the, um, The the mushrooms first, take them out of the pan, put them aside, cut up the chicken breasts, do those while the mushrooms are sauteing, do that. And then I just kind of throw it all together and heat it up. So it's, it's not as easy as it could be. Like if I was truly throwing everything in a pan and just cooking it, it'd probably be faster, but like. I don't know. Maybe I'll switch to just using fresh stir fry vegetables. Because you can buy so, those pre-prepared.
0: Yeah, you can. Okay. And yeah. I have a few thoughts and questions. I love a good stir fry and in theory it's a good option for our family. Um, but I have a couple, you know, like roadblocks too. But my first question for you was what kind of pan do you have non-stick
1: pans or like stainless? Um, I have both. And the so the non stick pan or sorry, so the stainless pan gives me a better. What's the word I'm even looking for here? Like a browning texture, or, a better yeah. browning, yeah. but it's not as big as the other one. And okay. I find that there's not really room yeah. in the pan to get everything, Cause to wanna, get everything really toasty in there.
0: I really don't love raw chicken. I just don't love cutting up. I don't mind like washing and patting down some chicken breasts and doing yeah. something with them. I really don't like, like spending a lot of time with my hands and raw chicken. So cutting up chicken for stir fry is always one of those things I just kind of dread it and I find that chicken in stir fry can get overcooked really fast um and get kind of hard and dry or depending on the pan I use it'll stick if or I have to use a lot of oil which I prefer not to do so anyway um, so I I
1: almost look at it as like every component is its own cooking Mm -hmm. everything gets done separately and I've just done it enough times now where I can move it along pretty quickly. I'll have a bowl there and like throw stuff in the bowl and I can keep in mind like what's going to cross contaminate what's not, you know, and then everything gets cooked separately and then it all gets thrown together for like two minutes. Yep. No, I think and that's, that's, that's
0: kind of how I do it, too. I, the other thing I was going to say about the frozen is um, we usually do fresh, but there is a mixed bag at Trader Joe's that I really like. Um, and I think I do the opposite of you. I think I throw it in in a super hot pan with a little bit oh, of oil, okay. which almost just it, they have to thaw like instantly. And I feel like the water kind of evaporates off quickly before it can really like sit in there. Does that make maybe sense? I'll
1: reverse it then? Maybe I'll start with the veg you could always then
0: drain out any excess water too excess and set water. those aside. But I don't know that that's like a a good idea. That's just how I've yeah. done it. And I add it to a really hot pan and they go from frozen to not frozen pretty quickly. Um, okay. But I'll yeah. try
1: that. Yeah, it's I not l- a perfect system.
0: Do you, how do you make <laughs> your rice? Like the old fashioned way?
1: Um, if I make rice, I, I do it just, yeah, just like regular old rice and I make that. If I remember half the time I forget to make the rice because you yeah. know, Regular rice takes a while to cook. Yes. um, I've been doing it with rice cauliflower and you're right that it doesn't taste like rice, but I do find that if I get a nice toast on it, almost mm-hmm. like the I, pan, I like, that's how I like I really it too. I really like it. Mm-hmm. I and do too. so I don't mind that it's not, especially cause I'm putting other stuff on top of yeah.
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can, I enjoy a rice cauliflower. I enjoy a stir fry. It feels like one of those things that my kids should like but it's they kind of are picky about stir fry. They don't love rice. They'll eat it, but they don't love it. And then, of course, they don't love all the vegetables. And if they don't like the Asian sauce, it's like I'm yeah. striking out. Seems like a really kid-friendly thing to be able to, like, deconstruct. But anyway, I do love a good stir fry. Okay, so Thursday was my birthday. So Yay. that was exciting. Except we still had our evening taekwondo activities, and Brian was just getting home from out of town. So we didn't really have any special birthday planned, but I did decide I wanted a cheeseburger and fries. So Brian ran out to the habit, which is a California, it's not just California, but it's mostly California. It started actually in Santa Barbara, my hometown. Um, and it's a burger chain kind of like, I mean, it's fast food, but like a little foodier fast food, like a five guys or like, you know, it's just like one of these slightly, I don't know, hipper burger places yep. but it's still burgers and fries. Um and I just had their charburger with cheese and fries dipped in ranch and was it was amazing. a pretty good birthday dinner. Um we do like their kids meals um, and they have a pretty good selection of like cob salads and some non-burger things if you want to be healthier. So it's a good fast food option for us. They do not have a drive through but you can order and go pick it up, which is what nice. Brian did that night. So yeah. And I literally ate it standing at the counter because we're trying to get the kids <laughs> out the door. So I don't know. Next year's the big four. I guess. Birthday. Next year I'll get like a real birthday dinner. <laughs> um, on Thursday, Kelsey served her family a Valentine's dinner, um, a French toast, scrambled eggs and kielbasa. I've, I've eaten kielbasa like in restaurants. I don't think I've ever bought it. Have you?
1: It's um, just it's a polish sausage right yeah yes I, yeah i feel like i have before but i, I wouldn't typically serve it with breakfast though like right. i would have thought to serve it with like potatoes or i think of it as like a soup onions like, or yeah, something like yeah that, yeah or in a
0: soup um and so she did it was valentine's day and she did a cute like heart-shaped powdered sugar on the french toast and did breakfast for dinner which is super cute It
1: was cute all right Moving on to friday around friday So Friday, I did carnitas. Um, Again, I did not use the pressure cooker, although I have for carnitas. I feel like carnitas, I just get a big pork butt. Yeah, I was going to ask butt jokes that we made when we were at your house. Oh, yeah. Was my kids
0: house? think pork butt jokes are the funniest and Brian will do <laughs> carnitas or. A, but OK, is it a pork shoulder or a pork
1: butt or are they the same thing? They're the same thing, I think. OK, because my shoulder and my butt are not the same thing. No, they are not. Well, and it's not a butt. So it's not its rear end. Um, I don't know why it's called a butt, but I've seen it labeled both ways. Yeah. Um,
0: and I it's the same. It's the same it,
1: cut of meat. I'm almost 100%. I think you're right. No, I think you're right. Cut of meat so yes you can find it labeled and they're usually big they're usually Uh like six pounds or something and they're very cheap you can find them really inexpensive like around a dollar a pound and they're very fatty so if you let them like if you do a low and slow cook on it they get they just fall apart yeah And, and then so i have done the with the pressure cooker but again i was home and was able to get it and i just i just made it like when I scheduled my day, I've been like, you know, taking my notebook out at night and mm-hmm. scheduling my day. I just made, I wrote down, yeah, get carnitas in the oven yeah. at like 1230. Yeah. Um, So those were, and actually it might've been even earlier than that. I think I had them going by noon. So again, I, I sear it, I salt it. I typically don't season the meat until after it's cooked. Okay. Um, And I just, again, braised it and like with a beer and I think some beef stock um and then i let it like fall apart because then when you do the carnitas part at least the way i do it you can do it like on a broiler or you can do it in a pan i usually do it yeah. in a pan. you just take you pull the meat apart and then you put it in oil and you like fry it up which so it crisps it, like, up right it crisps yeah. up and that's when oh and I, I lied i actually threw some limes i threw some limes in with it oh nice and a couple other things i didn't season it super i didn't put tons tons of seasoning because i typically season it at the end as well and i might season it a little bit differently if I'm going to do carnitas as opposed to like pulled pork sandwiches or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pork over rice or yeah. whatever. So um, I'll like reseason it when I'm cook when I'm frying it up in the pan. So we did the carnitas that day that did take like six or seven hours to cook, but it was delicious. And then, so when um, it's on the table,
0: what is everyone?
1: It's tacos. Okay.
0: That's, that's what I was picturing, but I just wanted yeah. to clarify. So, do, yep. so is there everyone's... cheese? Is there?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, like it with cheese. I like them pretty simple. Like mm-hmm. I like a little like sour cream or crema. Mm-hmm. Um, some if I had a queso fresco, I would use that. Yeah, but, that's like, what we do. I don't like. I I do put shredded cheese out because I know the kids like right, it. Right. Um, that was also a weird one because I feel like it took me all day to like make it, and then by the time it was one of those where I overest or underestimated the length of time it would take. Mm-hmm. So by the time it was finally all ready, like I had to run out the door. Yeah. And so there was like kids kind of just sitting all around the living room, and I was like, Here, <laughs> "Here's just, some meat. Here's some meat." do what you will i had i had sliced up um a red pepper i really like to yeah. throw, throw red peppers mm-hmm. like on basically everything and i had lime out mm-hmm. and some cilantro and stuff like that and like but the I little let, tortillas like the small ones or do you- i just got regular corn okay like corn tortillas with that and so i just they're already pretty small yes um but we did not do the tiny ones and then everybody just went you know Kind taco of crazy buffet that it. sounds really good buffet. actually that's kind and of and then i had to run off and do something i don't even remember what it was now probably was yoga night you know what you're probably right it's probably yoga <laughs> that's really so, funny um yeah. we did
0: carnitas for our super bowl party which you were at my house right that's before right. that and so brian saw the jokes yes hence all the pork butt jokes um and so that sounds delicious um i have a problem with corn tortillas like i feel like the ones i buy always fall apart i love they, them in a restaurant but I cannot find grocery store corn tortillas that I mean they fall apart like in your hand while you're eating yeah. like
1: terrible. So I always I always put them. I find that it there's totally different kinds. Like yeah. the textures can be very hard if they're hard. I heat them on the in a pan mm-hmm. like just in a dry pan. Yeah, and that tends to help. If they're the really soft kinds, I have to double them. Um, mm-hmm. There's a pretty there's a pretty like ready to or a, you know readily available company, and I can't think of it right now. I think it starts with an M and they have a nice yellow soft corn tortilla and it's soft and like it stays pliable and it tastes really good. And the kids really like it, but it is like super fall apart. And I double them up. Yeah. Okay. That makes
0: sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay. So by Friday night, actually Brian and I had, we were supposed to go out for my birthday that night and we ended up postponing because it was such a crazy week with him being out of town. And, um, we just decided to postpone. So we stayed in Friday night, um, The kids all had something different. I will link up because we found these frozen chicken and vegetable pot stickers from Costco that I actually am totally fine with the ingredients. So much of frozen pre-prepared Asian food is so, has so much like crazy, yeah. I don't know. MSG yeah. Stuff in yeah, 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 like and other ingredients you can't recognize. And this one is really good. It's I mean, it has all the chicken, all the vegetables, and then I'm sure it's high in sodium because most of those recipes are, but there's no preservatives, like nothing bad in there. And they're really good. So I will link those up. They're um, chicken, vegetable pot stickers and get them at costco in a big frozen bag but the little kids had cut up chicken sausage the adele's brand they like the chicken and apple Mm -hmm. it's a little bit sweet and we just um microwave it and slice it and they dip it in ketchup or barbecue sauce and i think we cut up some fruit and then brian um took some grilled chicken that had been in the fridge pretty much all week but was still good and he made a chicken fried rice for the two of us And he does a really nice fried rice. I don't even know what all goes in there. I mean, there's some egg in there and there's some like curry powder and um, the chicken's chopped up really small, which I like because if it has been in, I don't know, I just feel like it needs new life added to it if it's been in the fridge all week. So um, we had kind of like a curry flavored chicken fried rice. So that was a little bit of everything on Friday. Kelsey and family had steak and baked potatoes and cauliflower. I was like super impressed with that. And I
1: love that the boys didn't eat, just ate the steak. Yes. They're like, just give me meat. Just meat. (laughs) And yeah.
0: And her daughter, Audrey asked for more broccoli or or cauliflower. I mean, Um, I did ask Kelsey about this recipe because I was curious how she does her cauliflower. And she said that night it was frozen from a bag. And I said, there's no shame in that game. Um, But the steaks, interestingly, they had been given or somehow got in on like a quarter of a cow. You know how you can do that? And um, she, it was all cut up in the freezer and she took some out to defrost and she didn't know they were the filets they were the filet mignon so her husband got she home and he's like kids yeah <laughs> so she oh met two three-year-olds and five-year-old filet mignon and her husband well, got no home and he they was ate like it all. <laughs> her husband was like Are, is that what we're having for dinner and she's like yeah he's like filet mignon and she's like mm-hmm okay. anyway so so it was a well, cute it story. was Friday.
1: Okay. So yeah, you know, it was day after Valentine's Friday.
0: day, there yeah, you exactly. go. Why
1: not? Um, um, I have to ask you while we're talking about, you know, um, Audrey eating her brother's cauliflower. Yeah. Do you let do you let your kids eat off each other's plates? Um, like if they, if one wanted to give something up to the other, do you allow that? I,
0: I allow it after a certain amount of time. That's such an interesting question. So it's usually like, it's usually someone says they're done and may I be excused, please? And they've sat there for like a reasonable yeah. amount of time. And it's usually Reed. I mean not to throw him under the bus, but he's usually getting up. Last night, um, this is not on our weekly menu that we're talking about, but last night Brian made mushroom risotto that was really good. And Reed was getting up with a whole like huge pile of it on his plate. Right. And um, I said, Well, can Violet have that? And so we will we will redistribute the right. wealth, but usually it's kind of at the end of the meal. What about you?
1: So I'm, I don't really, now that I think about it, I don't really have like a, a rule around it necessarily, but I I know at the end there's always a ton of trading going on because yeah. <laughs> everyone has their favorite thing and yeah. so the favorites tend to go, yeah. you know. Um. But also I have been pretty lax about allowing them to do tradesies off their plates early in the meal if it's kind of an even tradesie. Like I wouldn't let someone right. trade all their vegetables away for two rolls right yes but i might let them trade vegetables
0: yeah yeah exactly and then i'm yeah. the same with if like bread is a good example if we have like a nice sliced french bread or something i'm probably going to put a two-piece limit on everybody right. so like yeah. just because violet doesn't finish hers that doesn't mean a Legger gets like a third and fourth piece of bread right. so i probably would have exercised some but that brings up another question do you, are your kids mostly serving i mean they're mostly probably serving their own plates or are you plating things
1: Sometimes it kind of depends because we don't have a lot of space in the kitchen, yeah. Um, and because there's so many people around our table, it typically makes sense for me to do some of the plating, yeah. And then whatever fits, like the meat, almost always I plate up because yeah. I do that in the kitchen, yeah. Pass the plates out, and then everyone does their yes, sides. That makes sense. So it kind of depends on like how big the like literally how much space the meals take up, yeah. And then if everyone's at the table or just some of us.
0: Yeah, I think it totally depends for us, too. It depends on what we're having, where we're serving it, whether it's like everyone's eating the same thing or kids are getting something different. I do try when we're sitting down all together. I'm trying to be better about having them do the like, please pass this, put this on my plate, just so they start to have a a sense for like what's a portion. And, you know, like they're not just life is not always being handed a plate of pre-portioned food that's true. right it's so not. but i'm yep. but a lot of times i am plating their food still yeah. um okay last day right saturday
1: yep so last saturday we also had leftovers we had the um rest of the carnita meat um some kids ate it as pulled pork sandwiches i know that i made at least one plate for myself that was just the meat over cauliflower rice mm-hmm. that sounds good um i want to say someone else had that too but it was a, it was again kind of grab and go like we were all doing stuff so we, this was not us sitting all of us sitting down right. around right. the table um, but since I get to claim Sunday at the end of the week as my week, yes. I have to like, so I was going out of town the next day and I knew I needed to use up all the food in the house as much as I could. So I got one more meal out of that carnitas meat. Um, I fried it all up when we actually had this like, or like a late lunch or like a late, actually, sorry, late breakfast, early mm-hmm, lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, I fried up the rest of the leftover pork crispy, like it was going on a carnita, but then I chopped up a sweet potato and made a hash and put that over eggs Yum. With pancakes. That sounds so so good. good. It was delicious.
0: That sounds so delicious. So I got
1: three meals out of one pork's butt. Well,
0: (laughs) and that is the thing about leftovers is um, they don't just they don't just make themselves like it does take a little bit of creativity to really enjoy them. I think that's why leftovers get a bad rap is like, If you're just eating yesterday's meal and it's a little less fresh, that's not exciting. But like doing things like that is so delicious. And And it was so
1: good. And like, and everyone was like, what's the occasion, mom? (laughs) Like everybody was like, wow, you've really outdone yourself. And I was just laughing because the meat had been made by that point for three days. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like I really had to remake it. I just had to kind of assemble everything. Yeah.
0: I love it. Um, Well, Saturday, this particular Saturday, I actually was up in L.A. with my mom. We saw a show and stayed in a hotel. So I had one of your and my shared favorite things, Megan, which is a really good club sandwich from like a hotel bar. Um, And we shared some avocado toast. So I had avocado on toast and then avocado in my sandwich. And we just sat at the hotel bar. So that was Saturday. And Kelsey's family had dinner at their church they had a valentine's dinner at their church um so before we go too long i was going to ask this coming week do you have anything exciting on your meal plan this week not to put you on the spot
1: i'm redoing stir fry okay i'm trying that tonight again i'm going to try your method though all right i'm going backward um i thought out all the meat that i had to freeze from hello fresh right (laughs) So, so i had chicken i had pork tenderloin And I had ground beef. So I'm kind of working around that, which Mm -hmm. is nice because I know what I have and I have to work around it. Yeah. So tomorrow I'm doing the pork tenderloins and vegetables. I think I think I'll probably do broccoli and potatoes probably. Mm -hmm. And then um, or maybe cauliflower rice because I'm trying not to do a lot of carbs at the Mm -hmm. moment. And then um, and then I'm Wednesday night, because we're recording this on a Monday, I'm going to do this kind of like easy meal I do. I think I won't, I probably won't eat it. I think Wednesday night I'm going to actually be um, eating something else, but for the kids I'm going to do like, I like just saute up or I guess brown up some ground beef. Mm -hmm. And then I use like a bagged diced potatoes Okay, and get those nice. And like, I kind of like to get those with a little toast on them Uh as well. And then Throw in a bag of frozen peas at the end. It's kind of like shepherd's pie, yeah, kind of, yeah, but with like chunked a, pe- potatoes instead of mashed. I love that. that sounds, the kids love it, yeah, and they smother it with ketchup, and it's disgusting. I can barely even look at it because they put so much ketchup on it. But but it's like a done deal. It's a done um, deal, and it takes ten minutes. It's so fast.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we I definitely want to get back to meal planning and healthy eating this week, since last week was my birthday and Brian was out of town, and so we tonight are making kind of a shrimp. Soup like a nice. like a like ramen kind of, um, okay. but Brian is doing that. And then I you know I have one night this week. The kids were asking about pasta and red sauce, and so when we do Italian, we do it kind of like kids' way and grown up way. And I have these red lentil noodles that are made of lentils. They're not actually. So they would be gluten-free or carb-free or I guess not right. carb-free. Lentils are a carb, but you know what I mean. Yes. Um, and they're really good. So Brian, Processed carb-free. Yeah. And Brian and I eat those and we'll do a whole bunch of vegetables, red peppers, mushrooms, onions, like, like the same idea as a stir fry, only it's going to have an Italian flavor profile, jar of red sauce. And then the kids will have um, just whole wheat noodles and red sauce. So it'll be, you know, like kid version, grown up version. And then I think we're going to do a taco slash taco salad night. And that's another just easy one to deconstruct. So Brian and I'll have fewer chips and the kids will have a lot of chips. Sometimes they even make nachos. Like (laughs) you just put out all the, and we'll do that one probably with ground beef. I have some ground beef to use, but sometimes we use ground turkey. Um, oh, and in the when we do pasta, we use an Italian sweet Italian chicken sausage from Trader oh, Joe's. Okay. That's really yummy. That everybody likes that in their red that sauce. Does sound good. On, that's on for this week. Nice. All right, guys. Well, we would love to know what you are making for dinner, or if this inspired anything in you. We will link up as many recipes as we can at themomhour.com in the show notes for this episode. But like we said, a lot of it is just real life, like us. It is real
1: life. Winging it. Well, we should mention that we are going to be putting together a special thing for our, um, some of our Patreon subscribers, our patrons. Mm-hmm. Some of we call mm-hmm. them subscribers, yes, members, patrons. Um, at the higher two levels, where they get like a basically like an audio class, mm-hmm. and then we include a printable with it. And yeah. what I was thinking we could do is pull together some of these recipes, and yeah, put them in a printable form because some of these are in my head; they live yeah. in my head. Um, yeah, but they, they should live on paper somewhere. Yeah, totally. Yeah,
0: one of our we're we're dropping the two bonus audio classes later this week, um, and one of them is about some of our favorite recipes. Not everything we mentioned in this episode is our favorite recipe some of it was just you know whatever. filler <laughs> like filler <laughs> stuff yeah. but in that audio class we'll be talking about like our go-to recipes and there will be a printable so um hope to see some of you guys in the patreon yeah, community um all right megan
1: we'll, we'll talk to you soon thanks guys yeah. bye guys
0: Keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data.
1: Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code theMOMHour. Go to Erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P, and use code TheMomHour to save 20%. Hi everyone, Megan here. Sarah and I would absolutely love it if you would hit pause right now, like right where you're listening, and leave the mom hour a rating and review. If our show has helped you feel a little more confident as a mom or a little less alone, this is one of the biggest ways you can thank us. And it really only takes about 30 seconds. If you're listening to Apple podcasts, you can navigate to the Mom Hours show listing. So when you're in the episode you're listening to right now, click where it says the Mom Hour just above the play button, and then scroll all the way to the bottom and you will see the ratings and reviews. We would love if you would leave us one as well. Thank you so much for listening.